Wealth, yoga, wine. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Valerie Hale. How to win a race by using your heart. Mary Morrissey tells a story about a young man who had disabilities, very special disabilities. He had a funny gait when he would walk or when he would run. Of course, his parents did everything they could to help him with his disabilities and make him feel special. They were having a race amongst other children with disabilities also, and his son, Jimmy, was determined to participate in the games, and he wanted to enter the race. His dad was a bit concerned because he did have an unusual running gait, and his dad knew that it was going to be impossible for him to keep up. Jimmy was determined, and he tells his dad, Dad, I am going to win this race. And his dad says, Jimmy, it's really just as important that you're going to enter the race and finish the race. It's not about winning. Jimmy was determined and told his dad, Dad, I am going to win this race. This proceeded for a couple more minutes more, and Dad just said, Okay, I'm there with you. They show up to the race, to the games, and Jimmy participates with all the other young children with disabilities. And he is, of course, way behind, as his dad was concerned. When he's running, he hears a a sharp yelp behind him, turns around and looks, and he hears crying, and it's a little girl who has fallen in the race, and she can't really get up because she's hurt herself. Her knees are scraped. He turns around and goes and gets her, and his other racing buddies stop also what they're doing, and one by one, they go over to Jimmy and the little girl, and they all finish the line together. So they all finish the line, the racing line together. So it was a win for everybody. And that's a big heart. And Mary says to us, whatever we do every day, pat yourself on the back for even a simple win, because this is what helps us go forward. Mary Morrissey is the CEO and has been involved with transforming lives for over 50 some odd years. She is one of my major mentors. I have been studying with her for several years. And in every podcast details, I have a master class, which is free for people to take. And she has guided me through the pandemic and other life's ups and downs. And she's always teaching us how to take action steps and how to have action thought. Kundalini Yoga is one of the oldest yogas in the world. This also teaches heart-centered practices. Our Prakash, I have been studying with virtually and in person in New York for several years, and Guru Jagat also virtually, but she's in LA, so that was always virtually. When you practice heart-centered kundalini yoga kriyas, They are all centered on what your arms are doing around your chest. They're working on hearts, on opening your heart center. Opening your heart center means forgiving. It means relinquishing greed and hate and anger. You open your heart to beauty, the the ability to forgive. And yes, this takes work. It's not something you just do one day, practicing heart-centered kriyas. When you begin to practice heart-centered kriyas, if you 
have felt bitter towards someone, you have felt to hold grudges, you are going to find when you practice heart-centered kriyas in kundalini yoga, it is much easier to forgive. It's much easier to love. It's much easier to have a big open heart. Wine. I was in the wine industry for over 26 years as a professional rep. I want to talk to you about wine tasting and how to drink wine properly. Because I see that people gulp wine instead of sipping wine. But also in the industry, if I were not retired from the industry, I would perhaps be going to professional wine tastings with wearing a mask. One of the aspects I think is the grossest are these guys, and it's these guys who will swish the wine around in their mouths and then spit, which is literally what it's called, spitting into a wine bucket from a foot or two away. I'm not kidding. And that wine will splash on many of us. I doubt they're going to be doing those kinds of wine tastings during COVID pandemic. However, the proper way to taste wines is you do want to take a small sip in your mouth and hold it for a couple of seconds. I know some people like to swish it around vigorously, but it's not a mouthwash. Wine is actually very delicate, and I always thought it was obnoxious to see people treat wine as though it's a mouthwash. When I taste wine, I take a little sip, and I hold it in my mouth for a couple of seconds. I don't swish it. I do take in, it's imperceptible, I take in a little tiny bit of air because this also helps open up the flavors. The whole idea of tasting wine is to open up the nuances. Wines have several layers of flavors. It's not just, wine is not just one predominant flavor. It's always complex because you're talking about the natural flavors of acidity, which is going to be citrus. You're talking about minerality. Some wines will have tannins, the red wines. Wines are meant to be sipped. They're not meant to be gulped. That's what you want to do at a wine tasting. Even, even when you go to a restaurant and you're starting to drink yourself at home, don't gulp. Only pour less than half a cup of wine in your glass at a time. The reason being is if you are going to swish it, you don't want to swish it out of the glass, but you also want to keep it at the temperature. So many of my friends will pour a glass of wine that's about six ounces. And for me, that never happens. And I actually ask if I go to a wine bar not to have the entire six ounces poured at once because it's easier to enjoy when it's at a cooler temperature. It's easier to enjoy being able to swish it properly in your glass. So there's a proper way of wine tasting. In conclusion, those races that you are going to participate in, even the mental ones, they're not meant to be competitive. They're meant to be creative. So use your heart. Do things by following your heart. And if you're having trouble understanding that, look at the two videos I have included on my podcast about heart-centered evolvement. And lastly, don't gulp your wine. Dip your wine. Lastly, I am not a consultant. I am not a life coach. I create this podcast on a weekly basis in order to help hundreds of people over the world enhance their life and their lifestyle. 
And I would love it if you listened to Beth Boggs or Mary Morsey and signed up for their multi-week programs because you will learn so much more from them than just me. And I also get paid a commission. Merci.